Hello, adventurer, and welcome to the Skyrim Book Club, the on-the-go solution for the busy adventure in Tamriel's coldest, far-reaching province. Let us collect the literature and lore of this great province for you and put it into a portable package so that you never have to stop fighting dragons, picking flowers, or stealing from shopkeepers when they aren't looking. With an ever-increasing archive, SkyrimBookClub.ca has got the story for you. Until next time, enjoy the book. Sacred Rites of the Stonechewers by Nellik Steroni, a description of the Stonechewer Goblin Tribe. For several seasons, I have been observing the Stonechewer Goblin Tribe, recording their daily activities, and becoming familiar with their customs and routines. Over time, I have deliberately crept closer and closer to the limits of their tribal camp, occasionally showing myself briefly so the subjects would become used to my proximity. At one point, a warrior out to relieve himself behind a tree stumbled upon my observation post, and when he grunted, and drew his crude but serviceable short sword. I thought my work had come to an untimely end. Luckily, the tribal shaman was nearby, and he intervened on my behalf, speaking harshly to the warrior and knocking aside his sword. The shaman pointed at me and slowly rotated his hand near his head, which I assume is a goblin gesture denoting acknowledgement of superior intellect. Who would have suspected that these so-called primitives had such a regard for scholarship? After that, there were no more incidents of hostility, and the goblins tolerated my presence so long as I kept a respectful distance from their females and offspring. Occasionally a warrior would bark at me, but I simply replied by making the hand-rotating intelligence gesture next to my head, and the warrior would shrug and go back to his business. As so little is known about the religious practices of the goblin race, I decided to make the shaman of the tribe my particular study. The symbol of his office was a bone rod, probably a femur, with a small skull affixed to one end, possibly an infant's. This skull was ornamented with an assortment of feathers, spines, and animal claws, and filled with something like nut hulls, for it rattled loudly when shaken. The shaman would shake this holy symbol forcefully when summoning his congregation to sacred rituals, or when the females were not bringing him food or drink rapidly enough. At particularly important rituals, the shaman would touch the symbol to his heart, then his head, then point it to the sky and call out, Moloch. At first I found this confusing, given the similarity of Moloch to the goblin word Mulk, which they use when chastising their Durzogs or children, or Mlaku, the term for fecal matter. But gradually I learned to differentiate, and one day I realized that by crying Mulk, the shaman must be invoking the god of the goblins. And then it struck me. Mulk is not really much different from Moloch. Could the god of the goblins and the god of the orcs be one and the same? This is the kind of discovery that could win me tenure at the College of Wayrest. I must get independent confirmation of this revelation. But how? 